Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to chapel. It is great to see you all here on this yet again a little chilly day. Mm. We welcome in our midst uh, the Reverend Julie Morris, one of CLU's convocators as our preacher today. Thanks. And Catherine is with us to make a very special announcement. If you have one of these, get it out. Hello, everyone. I'm Catherine. Um, I'm a sophomore here, and I do social media for campus ministry. So um, for those of you that were here last week, I'm going to give a similar spiel, so bear with me. Um, but in campus ministry, we believe that part of being a faith community is sharing that faith community with the people in your life. And social media is a great way for us to do that. So as you can see on the back of um, your bulletin, at the bottom it talks a little bit about the different social media that Campus Ministry has. We have Facebook, um, Instagram, and for those of you on Snapchat, there's a geo filter, and it's really cool. Ryan Macias made it, so go ahead and snap it up. Um, but for now, we're just going to talk about Facebook, um, since that's what most of us are on. So I'm going to walk you through how to check in on Facebook and say that you are at chapel. Um, and we might have a video that will play the instructions. So bear with me as we go through this. So can everyone pull up their Facebook app? You can just visualize and pretend. So everyone has a Facebook up. When you go on Facebook, there's three options at the top. It says go live, photo, or check-in. You're going to want to hit the check-in button. And when you hit check-in, there will be a bunch of different places, likely a bunch of places at Kowloon, where you can say that you are. Go ahead and click CLU Samuelson Chapel. And if you don't see it, you might have to type it in. And then once you hit chapel, you can write a little message like, at University Chapel, or hang in with my friend Inger, or someone, you can tag someone, you can write whatever you'd like. And once you have that all done, go ahead and post. And now all your friends will know you're at University Chapel, and hopefully they will be encouraged to come, seeing so many of you there. Is everyone good? Great, thank you so much. Holy is God, holy, immortal, ever-loving, ever-present, here and now. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Come find refuge in the love of God. We come to worship hungry, hungry for comfort, for love, for a new way of living, for your word. Holy God, in this time of worship, feed us full with your love grace and peace. Amen. Today's reading is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. Now as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all of the work by myself? 
Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God. Come, Holy Spirit, kindle in us the fire of your love and renew the face of the earth. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Scott and your campus ministry team for the invitation to be here today at chapel reflecting on your theme of love. I chose the Mary and Martha story which is on the list of gospel stories most likely to incite cuss words at a Bible study. It is second only to Jesus' parable of the laborers in the vineyard who all got paid the same, those who worked the whole day and those who only worked one hour. The Martha and Mary story ruffles feathers of good church ladies and gentlemen because Jesus appears to take sides in the chore war that all siblings and roommates know. And he appears to take the side of Mary, the side of the one who seems happy as a clam to let someone else do the work. Someone in a Bible study who may or may not have been me said, Jesus was so unfair to Martha. If everybody sat around, the work would never get done. You got it. Right. We relate to Martha. So we get defensive when Jesus says to her, Mary has chosen the better part. Verse 39, Mary sat at the Lord's feet. That's the posture of a disciple sitting at the feet of a teacher. It would have been unusual for a male teacher to have a female disciple, but Jesus allowed, encouraged, accepted Mary as a disciple. He even supported her in the face of her sister in doing something that would be unconventional, something that wouldn't be expected of her. That's some serious bending of social norms in a patriarchal world for Mary's sake. Jesus saw the full humanity of Mary. That's what love looks like, seeing the full humanity of others. Mary sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. There's a book on my shelf titled, Listening is an Act of Love. Could you say it any more simply than that? To listen, to be listened to with focus, with attention, with care, that's love. To drop what you're doing, For a bit, to be present to another person, 
That's love. Of course, we have to pick up our work again, eventually, but there is a time to stop and listen and see. And if ever there was a time to do that, Mary shows us, it's when the Holy One of God is in your house. When Martha wants to bring that house back to busyness as usual, saying, come on, Jesus, get Mary to help me with the chores. Jesus wants to bring Martha back to life. Martha, Martha, he wants to wake her up. Scholars tell us the repetition of her name is a gentle chiding on Jesus' part. Martha, Martha, I see you. I see you're stressed and distracted and concerned about so many things. I see you. And I want you to see. I want you to see that the Holy One is in your house. I don't think the text is about shaming Martha or shaming us. I think it's about loving Martha and loving us. Love looks like someone calling your name twice or a hundred times, gently chiding you, wake up, come back to life. I'm going to venture that that's what Thursday Chapel's about. Your spiritual leaders calling you, not forcing you. There aren't chapel cards that got, get marked off here at CLU. Maybe gently chiding you. Come on, CLU, you're worried and distracted by many things. But the Holy One is in the house. Stop least for this half hour on Thursday morning, stop and see her next to you, the Holy One. Watch him pass by. The glory of God is in the house. Stop and hear it in your choir, in the silence. Smell it in the impending rain. Let it wash over you in all of these living and breathing icons of the image and likeness of God. The glory of God is in the house. The poet Elizabeth Barrett Browning wrote, Earth is crammed with heaven and every common bush of fire with God. But only those who see take off their shoes. We don't stop enough in our culture. We don't listen enough. We know that. We aren't truly present enough. We don't see enough. Collectively, we are Martha, and we know that. So it is an act of love when Jesus or anyone refuses to enable our frenetic lives and whispers, there's another way.
better way. Stop and listen. See and take off your shoes. See how earth is crammed with heaven, how heaven shimmers in this place, in your life. Every now and then, at least every now and then, catch the miracle. Glory of God is in your house. Thanks be to God. Amen.